Hey, all you nostalgic activists. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 novice and the other is a 9021 expert. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. Oh, I'm Nick Gunning and I've been around the block with these episodes, Kendra. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. This week we're discussing episode 328, Something in the Air, a.k.a. Donna Martin graduates! Donna Martin graduates! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eric was in the other room and he was like, what are they saying? This, I, I mean, was like, you're not, you're not caught up yet. You don't know what's going we'll, on. I'll get to it when we get into our rap, but I've got some thoughts about that. <laughs> Alright, well let's crack open the West Beverly Blaze. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. This episode originally aired May 12th of 1993. On May 14th, Lost in Yonkers, the movie, premiered with screenplay by Neil Simon, starring Richard Dreyfuss and Mercedes Rule. Is that how you say that? Sounds right name? to me. Okay. Uh, you're a big Neil Simon fan, I am. Right? I Yes, I am. I don't think I've actually read Lost in Yonkers. Hmm. I like Brighton Beach memoirs, Jake's Women, The Odd Couple, of course. I can't believe there's one you haven't read. Yeah, well, sorry. Well, you better you better go watch this movie. I guess so. On May 16th, Tori Spelling turned 20. And she's gonna graduate. Donna Martin, great. Okay. Uh, The Billboard Top 100 this week, Love Is, moved up to number three. So it's still still holding strong. Uh, Number one is That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, We haven't really talked about any books for 1993. True. So I did find that the New York Times bestsellers list... From like April all the way to August, Brid- the Bridges of Madison County. Oh yeah, by Robert uh, Robert James Waller sure. was tippy top of the list. Yeah. So, other popular books, according to Goodreads, these are the five most popular books of 1993: The Giver by Lois Lowry, mm-hmm. Along Came a Spider by James Patterson. Oh, that's, that's a good the one. First Alex. Yeah, Cross? it's an Alex Cross. That is a good one. I, I wouldn't have known that off the top of my head. I yeah. saw it when yeah. I was looking this up. Uh, the Client by J- John Grisham. You know, I haven't actually read The Client. Oh, really? So I, yeah, I feel I failed you. Well, you need to do it. I know. The Virgin Suicides by Jeffrey... Uh, how do you say that name? Eugenides. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have said it like that at all. And Girl Interrupted by Susanna Kaysen. Okay. It's a, that's a kind of a downer list. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I guess The Giver is hopeful and some at the end there's multiple that's a whole series i mean everybody knows the giver but there's multiples in that series yeah they're not good though okay well there you (laughs) go i read the gathering blue and i hated it oh okay hated it yeah my wife's not a fan of the series i haven't read these either so you've never read the giver no i haven't that's not true it is true okay you read The Giver, and okay. I'll read Along Came a Spider. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then we'll report back. <laughs> yeah. They both have an equal footing in the literary landscape, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't think of one without immediately thinking of the other. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. In 1999, Gabrielle Carteris voiced the character of Dr. Erica Slate in the Fox animated series Big Guy and the Rusty Boy Robot, uh, based on the graphic novel by Frank Miller of Dark Knight Returns fame. Have you ever heard of this? 
That's the whole title? Yeah. Is that long? No. Yeah. Have you heard of this? No, I never heard of it either. I, the more I looked at it, the more confused I was. It's a Frank Miller thing, you know? But, yeah, yeah I don't know. No, I've never heard of that. Anyway, two seasons starring Gabrielle Carteris. <laughs> so go check it out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is it like a, is it, oh, it's Fox. It's a Fox Kids it's, thing. Mm-hmm. Let's say, where would we, where do we watch that? Well, it is on DVD, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Our synopsis for Something in the Air. Donna must attend a disciplinary hearing regarding her activity at prom night and is denied participation in commencement. Following a little advice from Gil Myers, Brandon and the rest of Donna's friends join forces. Donna Martin, graduate. Donna Martin, graduate. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see who's living in Beverly Hills. All right. This episode was directed by James Whitmore Jr. and written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. It's also included in our pal Mel Gildon's novelization, Graduation Day. Uh, Only one more after this, College Bound. That's the last of the Mel Gildon novelizations. Man. Recurring players. Again, this is another who's who of 90210 recurring players because we have back Angela Gillespie, Denise Dows, Catherine Cannon, Matthew Lawrence, and Mark Kiley as Jackie, Miss Teasley, Felice Martin, Mel Silver, and Gil Myers. We're also bidding a fond, well, we're bidding farewell to yeah. Arthur Rosenberg, Sean Levy, and T.C. Warner as Dr. Eppart, the superintendent, and Blaze Staffers, Howard, and Toby. Finally, we see Donna's dad, the oft-mentioned, never-seen... Yes, this is the first time, right? Dr. Martin uh, is here. We have Michael Burrell as Dr. John Martin. This is the first of 32 appearances for the character. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Outside of 90210, he's best known for his long-running roles on Matlock, Santa Barbara, and Hill Street Blues, plus the classic sci-fi series V. Uh, and he's just one of those actors who has, has been going for decades and, like, just name a hit show from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Michael Burrell was probably on that show. We have Phil Wayland as the school board clerk. He's the one who comes in and is like, Dr. Epphard, we have a problem. <laughs> Uh, he's primarily a professional stand-in and extra. He was in several episodes of Boston Legal, some as just a stand-in, some as, uh, you know, clerk number one or something like that. Also appeared in many of the Star Trek films in the same capacity. This is the first of four credited appearances in 90210, so he yeah. probably is in more as an extra or a stand-in, but he has dialogue uh, in four different episodes, of which this is the first, and they're all sort of like guy number three. But anyway... Welcome aboard, Phil Wayland. <laughs> I also wanted to mention Spiro Agnew, because there's a line in here where Brandon tells Jim that he sounds like Spiro Agnew. So just oh yeah, just thought I would clarify this a little bit. Spiro Agnew was the 39th vice president of the United States. Uh, he was Nixon's VP. He denounced student protests of Vietnam, which is why Brandon is making the comparison yes. with Jim. Well, I figured it was, you know. Yeah. I got, but I got it. This is kind of an interesting. <laughs> this is kind of an interesting time in American history because Spiro Agnew's downfall came about the same time as Richard Nixon's and Watergate, but it was not connected. Huh. It was not connected. So Spiro Agnew resigns after months of maintaining his innocence with some tax thing. He eventually pleaded no contest to a single felony charge of tax evasion and resigned from office. Gerald Ford, who was the Speaker of the House, was then made the vice president and then shortly after that nixon resigned and gerald ford became president so gerald ford is the only president in american history to have never been elected either president or vice president and yet was a president that's crazy i know that whole administration was just a hot mess (laughs) a lot of stuff going down (laughs) yeah no parallels that i can think of at all so (laughs) nick i had put in here about miss silverman and you took it out 
Silverman? Yeah, Miss Silverman, the one who's like on the board, who sticks up for the kids at the end. Oh. I put in here who she was and you took it out. Oh, I don't remember doing that, but. Hold on. Okay. I've got to look it up now. By the way, uh, Nick is filming or recording today from the middle of uh, an interstate. Is that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at my office and there's a lot of traffic out the window. (laughs) Right there, case in point. Yeah, so yeah. you're gonna hear the the sights and sounds of his of his work office yeah. today. Yeah, good times. Was this? But somebody... I did. I put it. I put it in there because I was like, oh, she looks familiar, and then okay. she wasn't anybody. But okay, so Miss uh, Silverman is the board member that like she's back from vacation, yeah. and then in the end, she's like the one sticking up for kind the kids. Kind of the case. voice of reasons, yeah. Yeah, so uh, her name is Mimi Liber, and she's been in all sorts of stuff. She was a dancer in Greece. Mm. Um, she was in Melrose Place, oh. which is why I put her in there. She was like a secretary in an episode. Okay. Um, but she, I mean, she's also one of those people who's been in, she was in fr- an episode of Friends, yeah. she was in, you know, an episode of Smart Guys, she was in an episode of Party of Five, wow. so... Just one of those people who was all over the place. All right. Well, thanks for. So I ca- wanted to mention her. Thanks for catching my omission. <laughs> you must have just like erased stuff that you thought was from last week. Oh, and, I did do that. It. I did do yeah. that. I cleared yeah. out all the stuff from last week. Yeah. That's fine. Alrighty, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We start at school. Everyone is in the quad, or the seniors are in the cro- the quad, trying on their caps and gowns. They're blue, in okay. case anyone was wondering. Blue caps and gowns. Yes, they are. Yep. I guess, is blue their color? Do we I, know I don't that? know if we've established that or not. Well, it's canon now. Okay. Brandon tries to talk to Andrea. She didn't return his calls. I guess she felt weird about their hotel room. Yes. Times, even though it felt like we left them, like, they were joking. They were kidding around about... Yeah. Get, yeah, I think well, it, it kind of sounds like the way they're describing it in this conversation was that she was joking around, but also really serious. And Brandon was the one who was like, mm, maybe yeah. not. So she feels weird about it, which I get. I get it. I, I get don't it. know if you can really make that kind of joke without being at least a little bit serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I get it. I get why she feels awkward. Um, and she says that she desperately needs to do something that she's going to regret yeah. before she graduates. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, at the radio studio, Donna comes in. She's super embarrassed. They've let her come to school yeah. uh, today. But While they're figuring it out. Yeah. yeah, she's very embarrassed. And David's like, it's fine. Like, they would have suspended you by now. It's going to be fine. It'll blow over. Um, Donna's mom is blaming Mel. Which... I yeah. mean, there's blame there. Look, I've got a lot of issues with this episode. Watching this again as like a fully grown adult. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I have some uh, some teacher things I'm yeah. gonna okay. put here good, as good, well. Good. Uh, and Donna's just very scared that they're not gonna let her graduate. So outside, back at the caps and gowns, Brenda is like, "Well, this is good news, right? I mean, she's here. Right. She must yeah. be off the hook. They haven't suspended her." And then uh, Donna and David come out, and Kelly makes Donna try on her cap and gown. Um, and then as they're doing that, Gil comes out to say that Miss Teasley wants to see Donna mm-hmm. in her office. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brandon's like, you've never done anything wrong before. Yeah. Like, you've been a model student. It's going to, like, 
what are they? They don't want to make you a scapegoat. You're going to be fine. Right. They keep saying that. This is the thing. They keep saying, like, they don't want to make her a scapegoat and they're not looking for, you know, someone to pin the blame on. As if she didn't just do exactly what she wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, they're not making her a scapegoat. She she very, like, willfully broke the rules. Anyway. But I think they're saying, like, they want to make her this, like, you know, example for yeah. future people like don't you dare go against the board yeah. or whatever i don't know at the uh in the office donna's parents are both there and donna's very apologetic felice is very cold to her yes um but oh, her, yes. i don't know what's do we know her dad what's her dad's name? john john yeah he's like it's okay like you don't need to apologize to me yeah it's okay like he's very forgiving so they go in miss teasley's office and the superintendent is there and he wants her he's he he just starts grilling her yeah. he's like did you hear the announcement what did it yeah. what did you think it meant and do you know the le- the legal drinking age and she i mean she's very contrite she's not you know trying to fight him on it at all and she says that she doesn't really remember like mm-hmm. she says she know that she had at least two drinks but she doesn't really remember yeah. That she, you know, hadn't eaten. Which is not a great defense. Nothing she says is a great defense, you know? No. no. Uh, and so the super, Dr. Uphart, he just suspends her right there. Yeah. She's suspended and they're going to have a hearing that night. Yeah, which is quick. That's a quick turnaround, I feel Very like. Quick. Especially I've because... I've never seen a board move that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the clock's ticking because it's finals and everything, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. She, yeah. It seems like she could at least be suspect. I don't know. It was it was strange for me when when you're talking about like bringing lawyers and everything like that. I don't think there's any way that you could say, oh, and it's going to happen in three hours. You know, yeah. I just don't buy it. But whatever. Yeah. At the blaze, Toby and Howard, Howard are yeah. very upset at Brandon and Andrea because they don't want to write about this story. Like they've sent in their final issue. Yeah. They don't want to change it. They don't want to write about Donna. And Which is pretty crappy, I feel like, of, of Brandon and Andrea after the way yeah. they've like acted all year to be like, nah, we're gonna take a pass on it. Well, then Toby and Howard like established this theme of the episode, which is that their class is very like lethargic yeah. and doesn't care about anything, which yeah. I don't really know that we've talked about at all. No, but I don't she's think like, so. this paper's become dribble and it's not hard hitting anymore. Which I don't, I don't know about that. I yeah. mean, we had that episode with Brandon and the dance and Jordan. Yeah, and the condom scandal of with Felice Martin, which introduces yes. her. I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. So I don't so, think the criticism was necessarily about- fair, yeah. but I feel like them not saying anything about this huge, huge deal that's going on is kind of lame. Yeah, I mean, they they should. They should. At the Taylor house, Jackie uh, is on the phone with Mel, very upset, telling him, like, you've given them champagne, and you need to go apologize. Uh, And then when David and Kelly come in, she gets off the phone. David and Kelly both kind of defend Mel. A little bit. Yeah, they do. Like, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Didn't know this would happen. Right. So, and then Jackie breaks the news that she finally sold the house. Yeah. And they have to get out of there in ten days. Wow, that's pretty. That's very quick. It is to fast. pack up that huge house. I know. I mean, I just moved. You remember how long it took I us do. to pack up I our remember. house? I remember. Yeah. 
takes forever. But I'm sure she. Well, I don't know. She doesn't have as much money. Yeah, they're a little strapped for cash. Do it, but mm-hmm. she might not. At the Martin house, Felice does not want to bring a lawyer to the hearing. She's no. like, I know these people. She's tight with the board. She doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. No, and I think a, her, which John is very like, we need a lawyer there. Yeah. Well, he's coming but from the perspective of, like, we got to figure this out for Donna. And Felice, I think, is coming from the perspective of, like, I will not be embarrassed by this anymore. You yeah. Know? Yep. So, not a great look. Donna comes in and, again, is very apologetic. But Felice is still very cold to her. Yeah. Tells her to go find something dignified to wear yeah. to, this, to this hearing. At the Peach Pit, the gang is there wondering, like, how long is this going to last? They're waiting to hear what happened. Yeah. And then Donna calls, and Brenda takes the call, and they voted her down. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let her graduate. Yeah. She's suspended for five days. Then she can come back, but she can't do any senior things. Right. And she has to go to summer school, and she has to go to a substance abuse program. Yeah. Wow. That is over the top. It's a lot. Over the top. Um, And... Uh, Felice, Donna says that her mom says that she deserves it for what she did, which is awful. And so, okay, so then Brenda breaks the news to the gang. Um, and David's like, we, maybe we should all say that we were drinking because mm-hmm. we were. Right. And everyone is very good at that. Yeah, especially, they're not, uh, not on board. Especially Steve. Yeah. He's like, she better not name names. Steve is such a jerk in this episode. He's very like, ready to turn on Donna. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> He's like, all right, I guess we're throwing her under the bus. Yeah. Um, so after a little talking, everyone's like, well, I have to go study. Well, I have to go pack. And they're like, all right, this is the way it is. But then Brandon wonders to Andrea if they're all wimping out. Yeah. And if they're, you know, if they should be doing something. But Andrea says if they're not going to appeal, then there's nothing they can do. Right, exactly. <laughs> At Dylan's house, Kelly is there. She can't focus on studying because she's very worried about Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Jackie said that she could spend the night there. Right. So she, I guess she like was only half listening yeah. <laughs> when Kelly asked. Though, honestly, does, does that surprise you? No. I mean, <laughs> I guess not. But it is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spend the night at your boyfriend's house. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Dylan talks more about how he really wants to go to Berkeley. Here's here's my first thing. Okay, all right. You apply for colleges, like... Way early. Beginning of your senior year. Yeah. Like, I found out that I got into my college by, like, December. Yeah. So, it's too late. <laughs> it, this final is not going to determine whether he gets into Berkeley or not. Well, but but sometimes, I don't know if he's already been accepted or not, but sometimes it is sort of a contingent thing. You know what I mean? It's like I you... I don't think he's been accepted. I don't yeah, even I don't know think he... I, I know, I agree with you. But, Kendra, the thing you're forgetting is that you and I are not multimillionaires, and Dylan McKay is, so, you know. <laughs> see true. Spiro Agnew to find <laughs> out how, how things work. Different rules. Yes. Um, so, Kelly, of course, then starts some kissing so that they're mm-hmm. distracted yeah. from their work. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Mel is there apologizing to the Walshes. Yeah. And he says that he's going over to the Martins to apologize as well. Yeah. 
Um, Mel's point is basically, it's like, it's family tradition that they just, like, they do a little toast for, for big events. You know, like, that's, it's crazy. It is, it's not, no, I agree, it's not, but, I mean, that is a thing, so I don't know, you know, like, culturally, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Um, Brandon is, is, you know, still trying to find holes in, in, uh, the, yeah, but, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't well, know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Brand- Brandon's like, has anybody even proved that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That like, and they, we don't know that she was drunk. They just assume that she was drunk, though she's basically admitted it on the record. So you know. Yeah. At the Martin house, Felice uh, won't let Mel and David in. Yeah. Mel apologizes from the doorway, and David again asks her to appeal mm-hmm. the decision. Um, but she says no, and that, and she won't let David in to see Donna. She's more cordial to Mel than I expected. I've got to say, oh, yeah. you know, she's like, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. Where <laughs> I really thought she'd just like punch him in the face or something, you know? Yeah. Donna is was there listening, and she again begs her mom to appeal the decision. Right. But please, she doesn't want to be embarrassed anymore. She doesn't want to drag this out. So Donna then brings up her affair. Yes. We forgave you. That's right. We both forgave you for we that. We remember what you like to do on a rainy day, Felice. Don't think we don't. So you need to forgive me. Forgive and forget, sister. For my mistake. Yes. At school the next day, everyone has been called to the office. Everyone, the the, the, the gang, gang. Yeah. has been called to the office, uh, and they're waiting for Miss Teasley. Steve is like, she ratted us out. We all need to deny, deny, deny. And everyone jumps on that. They're like, yep, we're going to deny. We're going to say she's a liar. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Throw our best friend under the bus. Yeah. And then... I I will say in the the novelization, this whole thing about them speculating what Donna said and what's the best thing for them to do is much more drawn out and makes, paints a more sympathetic picture of the position they're in where I feel like in the episode, they're like, all right, (laughs) we all, we all circle up. We go after (laughs) Donna. (laughs) Uh, Mrs. Teasley comes out and she says that the Martins have agreed to an appeal. Mm-hmm. And that she was thinking her friends could write letters yes. on her behalf. So Donna did not rat them out, which they immediately all feel bad yeah. that they thought ill of her. Yeah, even Brandon's like, yeah, we were all thinking that. We all thought she did. <laughs> uh, at the blaze, Andrea is trying to type a letter, but she just feels like it's, you know, not going to do any good. Gil then takes Brandon in the hallway and does something, again, more things that a teacher should never do. Seems like no, yeah. Takes Brandon in the hallway and is like, now's the time for revolution, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) You need to lead it. One day more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's like, she's being railroaded. This is is wrong. We need, like, a demonstration. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if they had a leader, they would follow they would do it, Brandon. Can I? I know they're moving quickly, but are they railroading her? You know what I mean? Because I sort of feel like no. Do you? I feel like I am a similar student to Donna. Okay. In, like, I I was never in trouble in high school. Right. I always had good grades. I was always doing extra stuff. So if I made this mistake and they couldn't and they didn't let me graduate, I would feel. But. They're just what? not letting her walk in graduation. That's the yes. thing. But she also has to go to summer school yeah. and she has to go yeah. to an, a substance abuse program. Yeah. 
I guess it's I, just. I would feel. I mean, she's done so much for the school and yeah, for the students. It's true. Like, she but, was but doing things for everybody. You're right. But that also makes her like a major role model in that school. And I feel like it would be one thing if she was caught with like a glass of champagne or if it came out that she had been drinking. Then I think you have a little bit more leeway to be like, look, considering the situation, we will. But I feel like she got hammered and like passed out like in the middle of a ballroom i just i don't know i don't know like as the administration what you do at that point but it seems like i think that a punishment yeah is okay is justified yeah but i think not letting her walk is cruel given her record that's all i'm saying okay all right. That's all I'm saying. Let's make a poll. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Let's make a Twitter yeah, poll. What's fair? I think this fair. decision is fair or over the top. At Jim's office, Brandon goes to see Jim, and he's like, "You never visit me in the middle of the yeah. day." And I'm like, "Yeah, because yeah. he's in school. He's a child. He yeah. You know, going across town. Yeah, to visit his dad in the middle of the day." Brandon asks if jim ever went to the vietnam demonstrations Mm -hmm. which he says that he did that everyone did uh and so he's like i'm I'm telling you now we're we're planning to stand up for donna Mm -hmm. and jim says just don't get yourself arrested yes at the library brandon is talking to andrea he his plan is for the senior class to skip their finals Mm -hmm. and to march yes because if they all skip, they would all fail, and they can't do that. Here again, I feel like finals your senior year don't matter that much. For valedictorian, which is Andrew's point, yes. yes. yeah. Even so, the valedictorian is announced way before this. Mm. It's announced, like, beginning of the fourth quarter, end okay. of the third wow. quarter. So it would have already been decided mm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. All so right. her, I like all this inside knowledge you're bringing. Yeah, yeah, from a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Her her final would not keep her from being... I don't think... I don't think they would take it away from her if they had already given it to her. If but, she failed her finals? I don't know. I don't know. How okay. much are your finals really worth? Like 20% of your grade? So she had an 80... Or she had a 100 in the class, she would have an 80... It's not going to make her, I don't know. All right. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so Andrea's, you know, she feels like she has a lot at stake, but Brandon convinces her to do it. So then they go to convince the rest of the gang at the Peach Pit. Steve is like, no freaking way. I've come too far. Mm-hmm. I've got attention every day, twice a day. I need to pass and I need to graduate. Um, Brandon says that Donna would do this for any of them, which is true. Yeah, she would. And I like how in past episodes we've seen a lot of her sticking up for other yes, people yeah. and being the voice of reason. That's true. Because it makes like her being the one that's in trouble way more believable. Yeah. Like if Steve, if it had been Steve, no yeah, way people would have been like, it. yeah, that that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm gonna go take did. my finals now. Anyone that yeah, <laughs> be like, oh well. <laughs> Dylan it does doesn't think anyone's gonna go along with it. No, he does not. But they all they all are in and they all decide to they're gonna start calling everyone. Yeah. Um, so they are going to uh they then we have this like montage of them calling people and convincing people to go. 
Brenda in this scene where she's talking to Brandon, her eyes are like all puffy and she has no makeup on. Oh. It was very strange. It huh. looked like she had crying two seconds before they called action. Weird. I didn't notice. It it was weird. Huh. She's wearing like zero makeup and her eyes are really puffy. That's bizarre. It was very strange. Um, but Brandon and Brenda got a lot of positive feedback like from everyone they called. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, people really like Donna yeah. and want to her. At school, the next day, Steve is having second thoughts, um, but he's he's still going to do it. David um, says that Donna has a message for them, that she loves them. Um, and they've decided at 10 a.m. they're going to all get up and walk. Yeah. Toby and Howard come over to say that they're, you know proud of what the seniors are doing mm-hmm. and that if they can add dumping the dress code to the list of demands right. the juniors will also walk yeah which i mean at that point get the sophomores seriously the yeah i mean who cares <laughs> everybody uh at the school board jim cindy and jackie are all there mm-hmm. to support donna mel tells the Martins that he's going to testify on Donna's behalf that it wasn't her fault mm-hmm. um, and Jackie tells her like I've had so many problems with drugs and alcohol but you can't scare people into yeah. sobriety I yeah. don't think this is the right way to do this I thought that Jackie's point was really good she, she's saying basically like if she felt that this if like Donna being punished would prevent like teenage drinking going forward she would absolutely like be like yes donna should be punished but just what you said she doesn't feel that it really will accomplish anything so it was a good perspective from jackie Mm -hmm. i feel like i I like that at school they're this is the weirdest way to do finals ever they have they're all doing it at the same time and they have like the announcement yes when the bell rings at 10 you may start your final yeah that's weird. Yeah, it is kind of strange. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen finals no, that way. No. The bell rings and everyone stands up and they walk out. Yeah. And Gil is like, "What's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like super proud. But Dylan stays in his seat. Mhm. As they're walking out, a teacher like grabs Brenda and is like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Don't grab a student's Seriously, arm." Seriously, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "We're walking out." Bye. <laughs> uh, then it goes back to Dylan, and he decides he's also going to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he says, if I'm going to Berkeley, I've got to learn to do this anyway. Yeah, yeah. Is that like a thing? Oh, yeah. People like Ber- Berkeley like protests Berkeley. and things. Yeah, a lot of historical protests. Yeah. And they all start chanting our favorite chant. Donna, Donna Martin, graduate. Donna Martin. This, this like permeated pop culture. This, I mean, 90210 was already, like, fire at this point, but, like, even people who were not aware of the show or, like, didn't watch the show, did everybody knew Donna Martin graduates. It was just, I don't know why, but this chant just, it really did sort of transcend pop culture at the moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. At the school board, the hearing starts. Donna is called to the stand. and Horrible testimony that she gives. <laughs> She's in this. Was nice. Oh, she's in this little like Cupid doll baby voice. I just want to be with my friends. I don't know. I just feel that she did not really give any sort of defense. He told her to tell the truth. Her parents told her to tell the truth. Yeah. 
she says that she's sorry that she, you know, it was a toast, so she drank and and she didn't mean for this yeah. to happen, and that she loved high school and she loved being at West Beverly and she just wants to graduate yeah. with her friends. Yeah, I guess I wish I would wish she would have said like. You know, we had the toast. Like I've never drank before. Like I had no idea what would happen. And like, she said. by the time you know she had that first drink, and then like already her judgment's compromised, and like then she just was sort of. There is a defense, but she didn't give one. Is all yeah. I'm saying. She yeah. just relied on like being like a boop boopy doop cutesy pants, and I, yeah. for me, I just thought that's lame. <laughs> so then they start hearing the protesters outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through the windows. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ephart looks pretty shaken he by is. the fact that there's a mob yeah. outside. Yeah. And Andrea then comes in to make a statement mm-hmm. that the junior and senior class won't take their finals unless uh, Donna graduates. Right. And, and the dress code. The dress code yes. is the other. Yeah. Yes. And she says, suspend Donna, suspend us all. So Dr. Ephart calls for a recess, 30 minute recess, uh, to straighten it out. Felice goes outside and tells the mob that they're not helping, that they need to leave, which they don't listen to her. Dr. Ephart wants to call the police. Right. Have them yeah. all yeah. arrested. And this is when Miss Silverman and Miss Teasley jump in. And Miss Silverman's like, give her a slap on the wrist and let's just move on. Like, this has turned into a whole thing. She wasn't there when they originally yes. voted on right. all of this stuff. So she, you know, wasn't super for it in the first place miss mm-hmm. teasley is like donna is an upstanding student like this is her first thing ever mm-hmm. you know let's just let her off but dr Apart's like we will arrest them we <laughs> yeah, will yeah. Them. we will yeah. revoke we'll call colleges and revoke recommendations yeah the See, prob- who's gonna have to do all that work i know seriously <laughs> the problem that i see here is that i don't really think like, I think a punishment for Donna is absolutely required. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they do. They made a huge, like, line in the sand. And maybe they shouldn't have done that. But they did. And the fact that, like, she broke it so publicly and in such a huge way. I think they have to punish her, you know? And I think she I deserves it. I think she deserves to be punished. But once you have the entire school... I mean, once the entire school is mobilized saying, like, we will not do anything, then I just sort of feel like, you've lost. You've lost, my friend. Oh, yeah. So there's no... It's problematic, the whole situation. It is. Okay, so Mrs. Teasley comes outside and gives Brandon a note from Dr. Apart saying that if they leave now, he... They won't all fail. Yes. Right. But they have to leave. And Dylan is like... Tell tell him summer school registration is going to be through the roof this year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're all coming to summer school. And then Brandon's like, everybody in the building. So then they, like, storm the building. And Brandon, they all, like, come in the, the boardroom. Yes. And Brandon then gives a speech about how, like, it would have been nice if you had caught someone who... Like, yeah. had a bad record. <laughs> like Steve, deserved. for example. <laughs> but Donna is is the wrong yeah. person. Um, and then he also brings up the dress code. Mm-hmm. My issue with this is that Andrea came in and gave demands. Yeah. And they completely ignored her. But then Brandon comes in 
and gives demands yeah. and they cave. Yeah. And I I don't like that. <laughs> I feel like Andrea's voice should have been sufficient. <laughs> I think it would have been. I think Andrea is a much more like known element to the school board. Yeah. I mean, I think her, I her why, take... like, why do we have to give this to Brandon? Yeah, it's true. Let, let it be Andrea. It is lame. It's lame that it's to Brandon. So, I think, Silver- and honestly, I think they could have solved that problem by just reversing it. Having Brandon be the first one to go in, yes. and then having Andrea be like, okay, all right, Mama's going to handle this. Everyone yes. just, you know, that would have been cool. And she I think it would have, yes, it would have made total sense for her arc because she has been such a, like, kind of on the side of the school for the most part. You know what I mean? She's like the model student. So for her to be the one kind of dropping the gauntlet, being like, okay, would have been cool. Yeah. Missed opportunity, I yes. think. Yeah. The Silverman moves that they let Donna graduate, but she still has to go to the substance abuse program. Yeah. Um, and that they review the dress code right. that she wasn't there to vote on in the first place. Yes. And they take votes, and it's like two and two, and mm-hmm. then the last person votes in favor. But so Donna it, Martin graduates. She is going to graduate. Yep. Steve then outside makes a joke like, let's all go get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Steve. But Miss Teasley sends everyone back to school for afternoon finals. Yeah. The last scene is at the Peach Pit. Uh, Nat is telling them congratulations and everyone gets a free slice of pie. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon brings in Donna's cap and gown. Yes. And we have the famous gif. Did you notice this? Donna, oh, yes. Donna opens it, and we have Andrea. I think it's Andrea, Brendan, Kelly do like the clap at the yes. peach pit. I see that gif all the time. I did. I did notice that. So gift. I clocked it. I was like, "There we go." All right. What do you think, Kendra? Nick, I liked it. Did you? Yeah, I think I've always been a fan of like the kids standing up to They're the man up, kind yeah. of stuff. So I I liked it. There there are issues with it. Like I don't think in real life it it would have gone this way but yeah it's tv i mean this this is like there's a very there's a really funny article from the vulture uh called why donna martin graduates is the essential beverly hills 90210 episode subtitle you sound like spiro agnew (laughs) and it's it's an expert it's an excerpt from a book called a very special 90210 book 93 absolutely essential episodes from tv's most notorious zip code talking all about this episode so we'll share that on the twitter feed but um it's just it's a funny article because i remember this like even as a kid donna martin graduates was like a thing like pre-internet that just kind of got around that everyone knew so this i think is more one of is one of the more well-known more like iconic 90210 moments so i'm glad that we've got here to cover it but i do feel like i don't have a huge problem with them saying she can't walk in graduation after getting you're the man well look i mean the thing is there's really no excuse she did it she did the thing and like yes everybody else everybody else had a sip of champagne if she can't walk then they should at least let her graduate and not have to go to summer school like she still gets her diploma at the end of the year but she's not allowed to walk like that's a thing i mean but she would still have to make up her finals because they're saying she can't take the finals now so that's what I'm saying. If summer, it should be so you one think, or the other. Okay, so you think that she should be able to continue the school year, just not be able to participate in a graduation ceremony and still get her diploma, like, at the end of the summer? Yes. I don't know. I'm kind of okay with it. And I feel like sending her to, like, rehab 
is maybe a little bit too far, but to go to some sort of like seminar or like meeting yeah, like about the dangers. dangers. Yes. Drinking I'm okay with that. You know, I yeah. guess it's just, I feel like maybe, maybe they're, maybe the punishment is like too big, but they've established all this. Like she know she knew all this, you know, like there is no defense. So I just, I don't know. Is it worth the whole school like rioting over the fact that she will graduate a few months behind them? I think it's because it's Donna. Okay. It it is. Okay. So. All right. All right. Listeners, what do you think? Yeah. It's good because again, I think it goes back to the fact that she has made herself a role model in this school. And so there's a lot of kids looking up to her for her to do this and then have no then to just completely get away with it. I feel like is another no, level of I it being problematic. No, I don't think she should completely get away with it. But that's what happens. I mean, she does. Yeah. So I. No, I she still has to go to that substance abuse program. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like one afternoon in the summer, she has to go. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it is kind of a mistake to not have any sort of like real visible punishment for something like this, which is a huge problem. You know, like teenage drinking is like a huge problem even now. So. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we should put up a Twitter poll. Were, were they right? Was the punishment just as what yeah. as it was? Or did they yeah. make the right decision in overturning it? I do feel once the entire school is involved, I don't know. Because your only options are to meet the demands or really go and flunk, everybody. flunk yeah. everyone, which is, which is insane. But I feel like there probably should have been a, okay, we were going to let Donna graduate, but we need to discuss like what the what the appropriate like next step is i i you know i i don't know i feel like it was a new a new thing like i mean they were sneaky about it they were sneaky about it too they were sneaky about it it's a brand new thing handed down this it's not like every year this is the thing this is brand new yeah i don't know i think if they're gonna establish new rules like this they need to do it yeah months and months in advance and like i don't know but the rule is also it it's like a law too that's the thing it, i mean it is a Ephard law part brings yes. that up like she did break the law also as did mel frankly and if mel's like testifying on the record that he did this i feel like i feel like mel's going to jail in, in the real world but maybe not yeah maybe not yeah. okay Woo. donna martin graduates well, i liked it okay I liked the all right well, Kendra, you know, elsewhere on the Radio Meanwhile Network, you can find me over at Comic Book Coffee Break, where every week uh, Eric Mickles and I do a video show where we talk about the comic books we've been reading that week. Uh, the past episode that we just did, since we're recording now during Banned Books Week, we talked about the most challenged comic books over on that show. So that was that was an interesting chat. I, I, was... heard, I heard his ranting from, oh, good. Uh, okay. from In the House. You did he, hear that. He always gets really fired up when you talk about band books. I know. Outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I host the All the Book Show, the official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find us at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcast. Kendra, what about you? I am also the co-host of 90s Music Got Me Like, where every week we talk about a new 90s song. Uh, most recently, we just recorded uh, Mbop. Shoo it up, I do what? Yep, it was a good time. I bet it was. And uh, our next song is going to be What's Up 
by four non-blondes. Okay, I don't so know that song. We, okay. we frequently, I think you'd know it if you heard it. That's we frequently true. put up polls for listeners to help us decide what songs to do, so uh, follow us on Twitter if you are interested in that. Okay. Oh, and I'm uh, Miss Music Box 91. Okay. Everywhere well, else. Hey, dudes, you can join us next week as we bring season three to a close with episode 329 commencement. After that, we got to do our season three wrap, as well as we've got a Halloween episode in the works. So keep an eye out for that, everybody. Yes. Spooky. <laughs> All right, Kendra, with that, I bid you a fond 9021. Here we go. 